From the rugby field to the rotary shed, it's the Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Well, let's look back now at some of the uh, big t- uh, names in sport that we, uh, we spoke with. And uh, during the year, we caught up with two-time winner of the Ashes, former England fast bowler Steve Harmison, and asked him what makes the Ashes so special. Um, just everything, the pressure that comes with playing, you know, England and England playing against Australia. It's, it's uh, for something as an English, as an Englishman in Australia and growing up, um, all you, all I've ever talked about is the ashes. Every four years, you know, you go to Australia or they come over here and it's, that's as a child growing into the game and growing to love the game. It's all about ashes. And even when you're finished and you're old and you're a <laughs> bit bigger than what you were when you played the game, um, and in some stage, some of us are a lot bigger than when you played the game, is that you're defined on what you've done in the ashes. You mentioned 63 test matches, but you know, if you've won the ashes, that's an unbelievable achievement. So to be, to be you know, talked about as an ashes winner, you know, you, you look at how many test matches you played, how many runs or how many wickets you scored as an Englishman or an Australian, and then, more importantly, how many times did you win that little earn? And that's what you, you're sort of defined in your career, and, and that is, I think that means everything to to a player who has played in Australia. Former England fast bowler Steve Harmison knows what it's like to win too. As I mentioned, he's he's won it a couple of times, and of course that uh, that Ashes series this year was really exciting going down to the wire, two all really. But uh, Australia managing to uh, to retain the Ashes. Motorsport was a big year as well, and who can forget Liam Lawson getting his first ever Formula One start with Aussie Danny Rick going down with a broken hand. At the Dutch Grand Prix for Liam, and we asked Liam what it felt like to finally reach the pinnacle of motorsport. Uh, pretty crazy, obviously at the moment just a temporary um, situation, but um, yeah, it is obviously very, very cool, very special. But because of the nature of the way it sort of unfolded, it was so sudden that I think a normal situation, you know, you get told before the season, a couple of months before the season, you have time to. We had 12 hours, so um, it's uh, almost haven't really been able to think about it too much. It's just been working on preparing and trying to make most of it. You've been what a reserve driver for a year and a half. Are you prepared when you know something like that happens to to jump in a Formula One car, or is there a lot of work to do before you actually get in and take the car out on the track? Uh, I would say, and and. You know, before every single race weekend, drivers will do simulator running. They'll do um, preparation with the team, and then they will um, basically do all the practice sessions. Obviously, but for us going into Zandvoort, I hadn't done simulator work because I'd been in Japan. Um, so it was definitely one of those races I was more unprepared for. I hadn't, you know, been spending time with the team because it would be very excessive to do that every single race weekend. Um, and then on top of that, we obviously missed the first couple of practice sessions. So you're as prepared as you can be. I'm ready for follow up. Um, for all the work that we've been doing the last couple of years, so um, I was I was as prepared as I could be. Liam Lawson, who's now home, enjoying the summer break before he goes back uh, 
to prepare for the uh, season as a reserve driver. And, of course, five Grand Prix, five Formula One Grand Prix for him. He even scored uh, a championship point as well. So he had a cracker season and finished runner-up in the Japanese um, Super Formula Series that he was competing in as well. But it's all just Formula One and reserve driver for next year. Rugby League, and who can forget the Warriors run this season? We caught up with former club captain Steve Price, who was the captain of the Warriors on the last time that the that the host had a home finals game. Incredible, mate. I'll, I'll never forget that night um, to be able to win in Melbourne and then come back to New Zealand and have a home home semi. The butcher was at his best. I think we sold out in 10 or 15 minutes. Um, it was a blackout and an incredible night. Very emotional, but also, um, yeah, hugely passionate. Our fans, as they do, really ripped in and uh, very intimidating for the Roosters and were able to win that game and then go on to play in the grand final qualifier in Sydney. So, yeah, wishing the boys all the very best um, this weekend. And whilst it's, a, it's another game, um, it's going to be a very special game and one that um, hopefully is a memorable night for the for the boys who play in it um, because you know every fan that gets to go to that game is is going to make make it a special moment and everyone who's at home watching cheering for the Waz is is going to be um, you know screaming and yelling to try and make sure they get the result they want the whole thing's been up the Waz over the last couple of weeks it's been great it's gripped the nation yeah it has mate yeah I, when I arrived in New Zealand I was I sort of I heard that there was a rugby world cup on, but I didn't really know there was one when I got here because <laughs> it's been all about the Wars. The the support for the Warriors has been amazing. You know, when they run out onto Mount Smart in front of that packed house, that's got to be worth a few points, doesn't it, for the Wars? Yeah, it is, mate. I, I have been an opponent against against the Warriors at Mount Smart, and very intimidating. You got the weather, you've obviously got the crowd. And you've got a pretty handy team you're coming up against. So, you know, hopefully the boys understand that and go out with the confidence that, you know, they bring their game and the opposition are going to have to worry about that more than more than the Warriors worry about the opposition. Up the Waz, Steve Price, what an absolute legend. And we're looking forward to next season. I think that they may even be even better. And golf, well, one of the best Kiwi athletes to chat with over the years been Ryan Fox. Foxy, he's home now. And what a year he had! Here are his thoughts on his year. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been interesting. I've done a lot of travel. Um, you know, played a lot in the states earlier in the year. Got to play all the majors this year for the first time. Um, you know, experienced some new stuff playing on the PGA Tour, and um, you know, played well without playing ex- exceptionally well. Um, and you know, almost kept a, got a PGA Tour card that way, and then came back to Europe and. Um, you know, kind of went a bit crazy there for a few weeks with a with a couple of top threes and a win, and um, you know, it sort of it, it made you know a, a good year into a great year. Those those three weeks, and you know, ticked a lot of boxes off this year. I'll, I'll have a PJ Tour card for next year um, through the Order of Merit in, in Europe, and um, you know, got a chance to play in all those PJ Tour events. As I said, played in some events that I dreamed of playing of growing up with with the Masters mm. being the the top of the pile there, and. Um, yeah, hopefully can have two more good events to finish the year off and um, some exciting stuff to come next year. Ryan Fox, and uh, of course he is home at the moment, played in the uh, couple of fundraisers, a couple of charity events, including the Fox at Waihi Beach recently, and we thank him for uh, for doing that as well, and we look forward to next year. And there we are, we just scraped the surface. It's one of the, um, one of the reasons I love 
Love the show that we get to talk to some great people across the year, not just from the world of sport, but also from the year, the, the world of agriculture as well. All the movers and shakers in that game as well. It's been a great year. We wish them all a very happy Christmas. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, or a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.